The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. You can reach me at 631-647-4694 or MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. When we talk about our code, we talk about choice, organization, direction, and education. And we work with hundreds of advisors across the country, CPAs, attorneys, and other insurance professionals who seek me out for advice and designing the right program for people because we're completely independent, represent 30 different companies, we're not a career-based, uh, uh, we are commission-based, but, but we you know, want to advise the right product for the right people and customize everything that we do. And we like to work with professionals. I think it's key to your success. Today, very fortunate to have my good friend, Scott Chesowitz, who has his own show. Scott, tell me a little bit about yourself and how they can reach you. Okay. Neil, it's a pleasure to be here with you. It's always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Um, my name is Scott Ches Lewitz. I'm a CPA, cheapest people alive. <laughs> I, I'm a, a partner in the, in the firm Rothenberg and Peters PLLC. And our website is www.rothenbergpeters.com. And the telephone number is 516-773-3200. We handle not only individuals, individuals that need planning, by the way, and today most people do and don't realize it. You know, people, you need to pay for advisory services. It's not just about getting out this year's return and letting the numbers fall where they may fall. It's about planning, and it's about planning for the future in terms of retirement planning, education planning for your your children, estate planning, and we can go on and on. We also handle corporations, partnership returns, fiduciary income tax returns. That's estates and trust income tax returns. We've done estate tax returns where required. We give the government a book. We lead them by the nose where all the values come from, attached trust documents, wills, what have you. So we take a very comprehensive approach, and I like to know everything about the client, before I do the planning. Right. We, we need to know whether there's foreign investments, cryptocurrency, or any kind of crypto asset investments today. You know, Scott's secret sauce, if I could sum it up, is he cares about you. Yes. And, and he's not just doing a tax return. 
you know, with all deference to the services that you see in the shopping centers, you know, oh, $59 tax returns, they, they don't have the time to care about you. They're not going to sit down and give you advice. And that's what you need, is advice. Because everybody's a do-it-yourselfer out there, and everybody messes up. Uh, because they don't know. Listen, tax laws are changing every single day, and every single day, Scott's up late at night reading tax law. I mean, you know, Scott's a fun guy, but, but he's not a mushroom. I'm not a mushroom, Neil. <laughs> but he is a fun guy. <laughs> That's right. But, but anyhow. <laughs> I, do, I do come out when the ground's not wet. Yeah, there you go. But uh, he's up in the latest, and he's very involved in his organization, as am I in the insurance side. And, you know, I really wanted to talk to Scott today specifically about people who, who were going out and particularly in COVID, and they're not maybe working for a company, but they're working for themselves. They could be working in themselves as, you know, selling mortgages or selling real estate or selling insurance or a plumber or an electrician or who has time to worry about their taxes, number one? Who has time to worry about their insurance? I'm sure you're an expert at what you do, but it's very difficult to be an expert in all things. And if you think you're going to read it on the internet, you know, in five minutes and make a decision, it don't work that way. So right. that's why you seek out people like us. Now, one of the big things that I like to talk about, and I had a, I had a person who uh, handled Exit Realty on my one of my last shows uh, right before the new year, uh, Jeff Mistretta, and he has 180 uh, realtors that that work out of his office. They're all independent contractors, but each one mm -hmm. has to set up their own benefits because right. they're independent contracts as they make a commission. So in that, you could take a regular IRA deduction or the government allows you to become your own company. Mm -hmm. Like an S-Corp, you could be an LLC, you could be a C-Corp, you could be an L. You could be all these different things that Scott knows about. Mm -hmm. And why would somebody want to do that, Scott? Many reasons, but let me just say this too, Neil. Depending upon the state you're operating in, it's very important to understand the state laws as well as the federal laws. Oh, absolutely. Right? Because it's not all about let's have tunnel vision and focus on one aspect of what we can do, but what we can't do, and the cost as well. So filing requirements, things like that. So they could, again, choice of entities, they can set up an, a, a single member LLC, they can set up a partnership if they go in with somebody else. In your case, you're talking about sole proprietors. You want some sort of protection, so you want to get the protection of an LLC, again, with reference to uh, contracts and torts, it's not 100% bulletproof if there's negligence, gross negligence out there and other good things. But an S-Corp gives you certain benefits, so you can take salary and distributions and possibly save on some payroll taxes. Um, and An LLC, you could set up an LLC and do a Section 7701 election and be taxed as an association like a corporation, a C-Corp. And then if you want, you can do a 2553 at the federal level. And that's where you're making an S-Corp election, hypothetically. 
It depends on the individual situation. All things considered, what your entity should be. So here's a scenario for you. Okay. I know a mortgage broker, uh, or he's a real estate broker, but he, he works out in the Hamptons. He had an amazing year. Uh-huh. I mean, he made well north of five figures. Right. Okay. What he's been doing for his retirement, he's been buying a, a an IRA for, I don't know, What's the limit now? Five thousand. It depends on your age. Six thousand plus a thousand catch up. Yeah, but he he needs to put away. You know, he's paying taxes. Yes. On all the money he's made this year. Right. And right. five or six thousand deduction is not going to help him that much. No, it's not for his retirement. He would love to put away more money. Okay, and he'd also like to pay less taxes. Yep. So, how would he benefit by? Maybe doing something else. I agree with you. In fact, I have talked people in when, when they're doing things solo. If they feel that they're going to have two, three, four, five good years, consider a defined benefit plan. A defined pl- benefit plan allows you much more flexibility in how much you can put away. It's well above the... Roughly $60,000 you can put into a SEP IRA or potentially a solo 401k. 60000 Yes. As opposed to 6000 So I, I don't want to go big. Let's, let's just go small. Okay. Okay. You could do a solo 401k. You could do a SEP IRA. Each one of these is much higher levels than just an individual can do. Much That's higher. what I wanted to say. So I'm not saying which way to go, and there's a wide range of corporations, there's a wide range of things you can do. Right. But you can't do it by yourself. Yep. You got to reach out to somebody like Scott saying, what's the most tax efficient thing for me to do? Right. And in moving forward, always we're always planning forward, not backward. Exactly. What do we do planning forward so we can maximize mm-hmm. our retirement, maximize education? But whatever, whatever our goals are, everybody's got different goals. We got to go and break you know, second Neil, Real quickly, I believe it's 61000 for mm-hmm. 22. So it's gone up from 58000 Go well, right ahead. But we'll talk about that. Anyhow, yeah. you're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. We're going to be back right after this break. Thank you. For financial success, I'm your host Neil Himmelstein, and we're here with Scott Cheswis from what's the name of your firm? Rothenberg and Peters PLLC. Right, and and Scott, when when is your radio show? My radio show is Wednesday evenings from five to five thirty, and it's called Tax Talk. Tax Talk. So he's the tax expert. I'm the insurance expert, and today we're talking about. You entrepreneurs out there or self-employed people that are doing doing the daily work, whether it's contracting or selling mortgages or houses or what or insurance or whatever you're doing, and you don't have a company paying for your benefits. So we started to talk about 
one of the reasons you might want to start your own company to increase how much you can do for retirement. It also can increase some deductions you might have. And there's many, many reasons to start a company, but what kind of company should I start? How should I start it? The first step you should do is talk to a tax professional like Scott. And then also you need to talk to an insurance professional to say, what kind of protection do I need? Do I need workers' comp? Do I need this? Do I need that? You know, if you don't get it, and I, Scott and I were talking about this, and you just go on about your merry way, all of a sudden the state gets involved and says, hey, you don't have this protection that we command that you have. Well, I didn't know about it. Too bad. Pay the fine and get it, or you're out of business. Neil, why don't you, uh, if you don't mind, tell them about not having disability coverage. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, the most important coverage that you can have to protect your income is disability insurance. Right. And people don't realize, and it's, it's the most not thought of, not purchased, not thing, people, misconceived thing. There's nothing else that protects you or your family better than having some sort of disability coverage. And what does that mean? Well, I like to compare it to is if I had a machine in my basement and all it did would print dollar bills, would you oil that machine? You'd be in jail. <laughs> would you mean would you maintain yeah, forget forget the forget the tax thing, will you? But you'd maintain that machine, wouldn't you? You'd make sure it was working, you'd make sure it was okay. Well, what happens if that machine all of a sudden stopped and had no income? My mortgage is still due. My other bills are still due. But they don't care that I'm sick or I can't work right. or that I have COVID or that I'm coughing. Or they don't care. They want to get paid. So what, what could happen is, is detrimental. But there is insurance out there that protects you, your income called disability insurance. Whether your company pays for it or you pay for well, it, there's different things you can do. Let, let me just say that if the company pays for it and something happens to you where you need to collect that, it's fully taxable. Correct. If you buy the policy on your own, any benefits you receive, should you have to make claims, is non-taxable. Absolutely. So... That it's huge. So don't just think about today's costs. If you want to protect your family going forward, you're going to need as much of that insurance money, disability insurance benefit, as possible. And believe me, it protects you. 65, 67 old policies would protect you for a lifetime. Uh, and there's all kinds of different types of disability insurance. Not only does it protect you and your income, if you have a company, you can have it protect your company and pay for the business overhead of your company. That includes salaries, lights, electricity, uh, very common. Or you can have it pay for a partner. You know, people don't realize if your partner goes on, on disability, but you still need your partner's work product mm -hmm. to make your company run. But his wife needs him home or, or he, he can't work or she can't work. Uh, what happens to that family? And they still need that income. You don't want your company to falter. Excellent. But your company is not bringing in the money to do it. Yeah. 
So they have disability policies. And I'll tell you who's the biggest buyers of disability policies. Baseball teams, football teams. When these guys go out on disability, they're not not hurting for money. They are protected big time. Well, they need to do that. But the important thing, too, when you are establishing a partnership, for example... You want to make sure that partnership agreement addresses disability. Absolutely. Defines it properly. And as Neil pointed out, it's a great idea to have that disability income to protect the company. So, and yourself, do it for yourself. Absolutely. It's it's vital. Disability is, is misunderstood. I had an advisor call me just yesterday he said, my friend that I went to school was a chiropractor. Uh-huh. And there are certain companies that, mainline companies, that don't insure chiropractors. But there are companies that do insure chiropractors. That's why they come to me. Because they need to know what company insures chiropractors. Who's going to give me the best benefit? Auto mechanics. Some companies won't insure them. Other companies won't insure them. Maybe only for five years. Some companies longer. But that's the difference. It's all occupation specific. It all has to do with what you do and the type of work you do and the risk associated with it. Rule of thumb, people, anything you do, you have to look past the nose on your face and say, am I protecting myself? Am I protecting my family? And you need to revisit that on a regular basis. Absolutely. Even with a will. How many people don't have wills out there? They think if they go and set up a will, they're going to die. No, that's not the case. You might need special needs trusts if you have a disabled child, for example. And you need to bring your insurance people in, and you need to bring your accountant and your attorney. And I can give you horror story after horror story, people that are very well-to-do. Not only do you need to do it, you need to update it. Yes. Classic example. Uh, people I know, they started a company. Guy, okay. First, it comes. First, it's an idea. I got this idea, and they go out and they do it, and they're successful. It's wonderful. It starts to build. It gets big, but they don't change their plans, and something happens to one of the partners, and all of a sudden, everything they built goes to poop, and you see it every day. And it happens with families. And consider your family. This is another thing I like to do. When you enter into marriage, you're entering into a business partnership between a husband and a wife. You need to ensure that partnership. You know, some people do prenups, prenuptial agreements. People think, oh, I have to be wealthy to do a prenup or protect my... But also, insurance is very important in saying... What happens if I'm depending on one person for their income or both people for their income and we go and buy a house together and doing a little planning? Who's going to pay the mortgage if someone becomes disabled? Who's going to pay the mortgage if someone passes away? Neil, may I interject? Please. Who's going to take care of the kids if something happens to the person who's taking care of the kids? That is brutal, and and, oh my God, what a thing, and I recently did a whole thing on Alzheimer's, and I went to an Alzheimer's thing with Rick Pintoro, he has a show here, he's he's Mm. part of the Alzheimer's Foundation, and and 
One of the things I learned was a very successful Long Island businessman who got up and spoke. And his wife, she was 50 years old at the time, he wrote a book and everything else, had Alzheimer's in the beginning, at age 50. It, yep. it all started, you know, she came in from the house. But what happened? He had to leave his businesses to take care of her. Yeah. Okay? And if he didn't, he would have to go out and hire someone to take care of her. Uh, so he left all those businesses, sold his businesses. Thank goodness he was able to. And that's everyone. Right. People, if you're listening. You have that, to prepare. That could be any of us. Anyhow, have a great Friday afternoon, a terrific weekend. You're listening to Neil Himmelstein. You can reach me at MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. Our guest, Scott Chesowitz, where can they reach you? 516-773-3200, www.RothenbergPeters.com. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Have a great day. Remember, stay positive, test negative. Get away. opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.